Hey everybody, it is Mel, triple negative breast cancer survivor, resilience coach, transformational speaker, and a dream chaser. We are back with the Soul of a Survivor podcast, um, following, pursuing, and realizing dreams after a cancer diagnosis. And I'm actually taping, this is episode four, so I'm taping this in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, and I vacillated between whether I wanted to actually tape, continue taping, and whether I even wanted to continue pursuing my dream. But I had to draw upon something that as cancer survivors, we've often had to draw upon and just remind myself that I've often had to find light in dark places. And as cancer survivors, we often have to find light in dark places. The other thing that we know for sure is that there is not a luxury of time. So now is always the best time to do something. So I am going to continue pursuing my dreams and with any required modifications to protect my health and safety. And I hope you will do the same. But I also hope that you will make sure that you keep yourself updated with accurate um, and updated information. And for cancer survivors, we can get information from the National Cancer Institute. And their web address is www.cancer.gov. Again, that's www.cancer.gov. And also there's information and resources at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And their web address is www.cdc.gov. That's www.cdc.gov. My prayers go out to everyone who's facing this virus and whose families have been impacted. Please be safe. But in these times, I am praying for us all, and I hope that we can arm ourselves with credible and updated information and can prevent the spread. And I pray that with social distancing, we can still be spiritually and emotionally close, that we will hold each other close, our families, our loved ones, our friends, our colleagues, our coworkers, our classmates, and our neighbors. Be safe. focused on this podcast on following and achieving dreams after a cancer diagnosis. And following and realizing dreams is hard, but facing cancer is harder. So let's use our precious time and let's do this. Um, A lot of what has helped me kind of face and manage my diagnosis and life after is also helping me um, follow and realize my dream. So we, um, I just want to give a quick recap of our episodes. So in episode one, we did some introductions. I kind of introduced myself, talked about some of the things I like to do. I like to run. I like to take naps. I love champagne. Um, most of all, I love my family and spending time with them. And I'm a triple negative breast cancer survivor. So those were some of the things we did in episode one, just introductions. In episode two, we talked about deciding to dream 
after such devastation and kind of the moment we decided to dream or maybe it wasn't a moment maybe it was just over time there was something that just wouldn't leave us alone and we decided we had to pursue it um we also in episode three talked about ready for the race um i am a runner i've done some distance runs and my last run was in october of 2019 and it was the Army 10 miler. And I just talked about some of the ways that I prepared for that run and how that preparation was actually applicable to some of the things I've had to do as I am you know, trying to follow my dreams and actually achieve my dreams. And so in episode four, this episode, we are going to kick off a discussion that's going to be ongoing throughout some of our subsequent episodes, and we're going to talk about relationships. So today, we are going to be focused on our first episode about relationships. Today's episode is about relationships and it's the first of many episodes that we are going to have focused on relationships and relationships are so important. I believe in the power or also the poison of relationships and I believe relationships are just vital. Um, I am an introvert myself, um, but just because I'm an introvert, um, I have relationships, close relationships with a really small group of folks. But again, I believe in the importance and the power of relationships. And in any of the self-help or um, success books that I've read, they focus a lot on relationships and um, relationships as being very integral in you achieving dreams and you, you know, achieving success, however you define success. So I'm just going to jump right into the question of the episode. And that question is, who's your most important relationship with? Who is your most important relationship with? And I'm not even sure that is correct grammar because I don't think you're supposed to end the sentence like that. But for today, who is your most important relationship with? to figure out if it's this person or that person and we don't know each other well yet Uh, I'm looking forward to us getting to know each other and this being interactive as we move forward and continue to uh, follow and achieve our dreams after a cancer diagnosis but I hope that we can agree that the most important relationship is with yourself Um, My most important relationship is with myself. And the reason why is because in everything, regardless of my support team who has been invaluable, um, but in everything, I have got to be able to rely on me because this is my dream. This is my vision. This is mine. I have to safeguard it. I have to own it. So it ultimately begins and ends with me. So I have to have a really, really good relationship with myself because there's going to be a lot that I have to require and demand of myself 
in order to move this forward. So if we can agree, and if we don't, let's talk about it, and I'd love to hear your comments. But for me, what I've learned and what I think is so important is that the most important relationship you can have, especially as you are following and achieving dreams after a cancer diagnosis, the most important relationship you have is the relationship that you have with yourself. Your relationship with yourself is so important. I mean, my relationship with myself is so important. And for one reason, it's because your self-talk is going to play a very important part in how you go about um, pursuing and achieving your dreams. So you're going to really need some positive self-talk and you're going to need to monitor your self-talk. So one of the things for me is, you know, 11 years ago when I was getting ready to start chemo and I had gone through a couple of rounds of chemo and it was devastating and um, most of the negative side effects that um, I had read about, I actually experienced and I got to a point where I didn't even want to go back to chemo and I had to kind of internally regulate my self-talk because I was like I can't do this I just can't do this I cannot go through another grueling treatment and I guess my um, more dominant self-talk had to say yes you can you are capable look at how much you've been able to get through you've been able to get through surgeries um, I had started some surgeries you were able to get through two treatments you have to keep going so that relationship with yourself and being able to regulate your self-talk and being able to kind of shake yourself out of situations where your fears and your doubts may dominate you is very important and as far as self-talk um, one of the things you have to do is you have to have reminders. So I guess reminders are what allow me to regulate and provide myself kind of some self-talk that overrides some negativity. So for example, one of my reminders is 11-21-08 or November 21, 2008 or Friday, November 21st, 2008 at 11.54 a.m. because that was the moment that I became a cancer survivor. That was the moment of my diagnosis, but also simultaneously the moment that I became a survivor. And somehow, despite crying, despite my utter sadness, dismay, um, disorientation, fear, and everything, I was able to move forward and start making calls, start making calls to doctors, um, to my insurance company to find out what's covered, what's not, to start making plans for the road ahead. And that was really only because I was able to have kind of that overriding um ability to say I am capable I can do this and more than saying I'm capable I can do this you have to know that you're worthy of doing this there is a reason why you're doing this because you deserve it 
So I've often had to say to myself, November 21, 2008, to remind myself of my strength, um, to remind myself of my ability to move forward. And sometimes it also reminds me that I've had to take it minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, but I'm able and I'm capable. So self-talk is really important and being able to regulate that. And that is, you know, part of your relationship with yourself because you got to know I'm getting into this fear zone. I'm getting into these murky waters and you got to be able to override that. Um, Also with relationships and again, relying on some of the um, self-help and inspirational books I've read. You know, I look to these books because I look to role models. I look for advice and um, information from role models. But one of the things that I've recognized is, you know, part of, you know, having an important, you know, a, a valuable relationship and knowing that your relationship with yourself is most important is recognizing that you are a role model and that when you look in the mirror, there is a role model in the mirror. Um, I have to look in the mirror sometimes and remind myself of some of the things that I had to go through um, just to get to this point in my life. Self-talk is so important, having reminders, being able to override and know when you're getting into dangerous territory and you really need to kind of flip your self-talk is very powerful and very important. And I've talked about reading, you know, self-help and motivational and inspirational books. And um, part of the reason why I've done that is to get perspective from people who I look at as role models or people who've done it, people who have achieved Um, some measure of success or been able to um, outline their dreams and actually achieve them. So that's part of the reason I've looked to those. But I also had to remember that I am my own role model. I have gone through a cancer diagnosis and been able to say to myself, you are capable of going through surgery you are capable of going through chemotherapy and also being honest with myself in those moments where I had to take detours or I had setbacks or I had challenges and I was able to overcome them and I am sure um, and I hope you will send me your comments and your um, conversations we can engage in some conversation about setbacks and challenges you've had to overcome I mean days when I walked into treatment and was so worn out and just so, so sad, kind of at the end of my rope and still was able to find some encouragement to say, go to treatment, go to continue to, you know, get rid of this destructive um, disease that is, is in your body. So, um, If you sit down sometimes and you sit in front of a mirror, just look at yourself and just recall all of the things you've been able to do in your life, but especially as a cancer survivor, all of the things that you may not have even thought you could do. And I sometimes think about, 
you know, when sitting down in consultations with doctors and having them tell me what the road ahead looked like. And again, that self-talk crept up and I was like, I can't do it, I can't do it. And I never envisioned myself getting through some of these things. And as I was able to kind of check a box and get through one chemotherapy, I was like, I was able to do that. And again, you kind of can build momentum off of that. So even if it's just saying, I was able to get out of bed this morning and put on my shoes, sometimes that is extremely significant because there are days where it is just difficult just to get out of bed. So you have to remember and take a look at yourself in the mirror and remind yourself you have a role model in the mirror. So again, this is why a relationship with yourself is so important because you have to be able to look at yourself and remember that there is a role model in your mirror. We've talked about a few things and we've talked about reminders, but I just wanted to also give a few other reminders. For me, uh, my go-to reminder is always, you know, the moment that I became a cancer survivor and I use that to encourage myself, to remind myself that I am capable, that I've been able to get through things that were unimaginable. I would have never imagined the things that I would have had to go through. And, you know, you sometimes may say it borders on being cocky or being too full of yourself. Not at all. It borders on you reminding yourself and being proud of how capable you are, how much you've been able to accomplish, and how much you deserve. So I I hope you'll never think to yourself, because there's some days that I'll say to myself, wow, you know, you've gotten a little full of yourself when I'm having some real positive self-talk. But it's important because there have been so many moments where I have been um, very down, very despondent, very sad, very depressed about uh, my diagnosis and about my life after my diagnosis. So it's, it's very important that you really, again, can regulate and override that and really fill yourself up. And that's why your relationship with yourself is so important because if there are times where you're alone and there's no one there, it is going to be you who's got to fill yourself up. And so there are actually a couple of other um, reminders that I have in addition to my own personal diagnosis date that I use as a reminder of the moment I became a survivor. Um, And I'm just going to read these because I wrote a couple of notes. I have some symbolic reminders and the lotus flower is symbolic for me and just a few facts about the lotus flower. Um, Some of their historic symbolism includes self-regeneration and rebirth. And I'll say emphasis on self because we're talking a lot about our relationship with ourselves being the most important relationship. Also, they submerge each night into dirty water, deep, thick mud, and they rebloom the next morning with no mud on their waxy petals. So... They go through darkness and ugliness and they come out of it beautiful. And for me, this is a powerful symbol. There's also the koi fish. 
which is another symbol that I often refer to. Koi fish can swim against currents and they can travel upstream. So they can meet challenges head on and still move through them. And this is another powerful symbol and a reminder. So sometimes you can use reminders. You just kind of have them, you know, at your disposal. You think about them there in your um, conscious or subconscious, but also sometimes it's nice to have visual reminders. So if you want to use your survival date, maybe you write it out and print it and have it posted around you so that as you're working, as you're going through the day, as you're going through different challenges, you'll have that. Or maybe you find other symbolic reminders and you print them out and have pictures of them. Maybe you have pictures of them on your phone or just other ways to make sure that you continue to keep yourself immersed and reminded of what you're capable of and all that you can do as we are following and achieving our dreams. Uh, I've had a few surgeries with uh, fighting my cancer and there was a time where I was looking at my body and I used to look at my body as just disfigured, kind of a remnant of what it used to be. Uh, I would look at my scars and just become sad uh, and that started to change at some point when I started to look at my scars and realize that they weren't symbolic of disfigurement. They were symbolic of my courage, of my fortitude. Um, they were battle scars, but they made me proud that I was able to come through so many of the challenges and the um, kind of just sad and um, terrifying situations that I had faced, uh, especially when I was in active treatment. And so looking at my scars has also become a reminder. It has become a reminder of my courage and it has become a reminder of moving forward in the face of seemingly insurmountable obstacles. So I just wanted to share that this was another reminder that was very important and very powerful for me. And just to recap, the most important relationship you can have, period, but definitely the most important relationship you can have as you are following and achieving dreams after a cancer diagnosis is the relationship you have with yourself. And this is so important because you're going to be the one who's going to have to be responsible for regulating your self-talk because no one else is going to hear those voices in your head that will try to make you fearful or doubtful scared or um, uncertain, so many emotions, so many thoughts, and you'll be able to regulate that and you'll be the one to override that with the knowledge that you're capable, that you're deserving, 
Are you reminding yourself of all that you've accomplished? So you're going to have to remind yourself of all the things that you're capable of, that you had those words spoken to you, that you have cancer, but that you were able to utilize that and still move forward and still find a path to keep going. You're going to have to sit down. It's going to be you who's going to sit down in front of a mirror and look at that role model in the mirror. And again, just be reminded of all that you're capable of, all of the things that you've accomplished and all the things that you will accomplish. You're going to have to be your biggest cheerleader. And I had done um, some speaking when I was in my corporate career, but when I decided after um, being diagnosed with cancer that I wanted to be a transformational speaker, it was very scary for me. I am uh, naturally, as I mentioned, I'm an introvert, so I find comfort in um, situations with fewer people, and I've had to speak in front of large crowds, but it was something that just stayed with me and I couldn't let it go, so I have to fight through any stage fright, any fears, any nervousness. And I have to always, always be reminding myself, hey Mel, you've been through chemo. So what is it to speak in front of a room of a thousand people? Just keep going and get out there. Again, facing dreams is hard. Facing cancer is harder. So always remember that. And again, you know, regulate your self-talk. Remind yourself of how capable you are, how valuable you are, how deserving you are. Remind yourself that you are a role model in the mirror. Be your biggest cheerleader and continue following and realizing your dreams. Because the relationship with ourselves because my relationship with myself is so important. We gotta be kind to ourselves. That means we have to eat right, exercise, treat ourselves well, be forgiving, be loving. We gotta get some rest. We gotta celebrate. We gotta be our best cheerleader and just do the best we can for ourselves. That means being committed to being the best to ourselves. That means I've got to be the best to me. You've got to be the best to you. Here's our homework for the episode. Yes, yes, yes. I like to make sure we Kind of reinforce some of the things we have talked about and shared on the episode so I call it homework but it's really just some exercises that I think will just reinforce some of the things we talked about today so the homework for the episode is for you to sit down um, and think about those moments where you know you have to override your self-talk and be really you know extra positive and really fill yourself up what are some of the reminders or things that you use in those moments to really remind yourself of what you're capable of, what you've overcome, how valuable you are, how deserving you are? And if you can, write those down 
either write them down on a notebook, paste them somewhere. If you have a vision board, put them there or put them in your phone just so you always have them so that you can continue to be your biggest and number one cheerleader. And then the other thing is to just make sure you also have some of those role model in the mirror moments and that you can put those down for yourself too because I think it's very important that we have reference points and especially very positive and um, life-changing milestone reference points that we can refer to. For me, as I said, my reminder is the date that I became a cancer survivor. I also have reminders of some of my uh, motivational and transformational speeches and how I put them together, how despite being nervous or anxious, I was able to put them together and deliver them in a way that made me proud. Because ultimately, you define and you um, determine your measure of success and accomplishment. So please make sure you do that just so you have your reminder, just so you have opportunities to um, ponder the role model in the mirror. cancer at different places and different times in our lives. We have different prognoses, different diagnoses. We have different types of cancer, different stages, different grades. But this whole notion of pursuing dreams after a cancer diagnosis is something that has been so important for me that I have really looked at different people at different stages, different phases, in treatment, out of treatment, metastatic, who have pursued and achieved dreams after a cancer diagnosis. Even within my own family, family members with metastatic cancer who pursued and achieved dreams after a cancer diagnosis. So it is real. I, I see it and I want us to be a community to share our stories so that we can continue to be inspired. Dreams after cancer, after a cancer diagnosis are possible. It's real, it's not just me. I've had to research and find others for inspiration and it's real. There are some bad, horrible days, some setbacks, some challenges, some detours, derailments for sure, but cancer won't diminish our spirit or our determination. Together, we are going to follow and achieve our dreams after a cancer diagnosis, and we're going to move forward in a life-affirming and self-fulfilling way. As always, I thank you for listening. I invite you to subscribe and also send me questions or topics you'd like me to cover. You can email me at, and this is a long one, it's melanie at breastcancercomfortsite.com. And that's M-E-L-A-N-I-E at Breast Cancer Comfort S-I-T-E dot com. And I can't wait 
to hear from you and I really look forward to us having an exchange and conversation. I look forward to hearing your comments, um, ideas for future episodes and really want this to be interactive. So thank you for that. And please, if you have a moment, please subscribe and thank you. You know your dreams after a cancer diagnosis are possible. Let's be a community of exchange of ideas, but most importantly, a community of support and celebration. So thank you and bye for now.